I just want to lighten it up a little bit and start out with something that I found very humorous to me, and I think it'll be a blessing to you, because we're not just going to talk to mothers, we're going to talk to women this morning, the celebration of every woman, from the cradle to no matter what age you are, God created them male and female. Give a listen to this. A man accompanied his friend home for dinner and was really impressed by the way he entered his house. He asked his wife how her day went and told her she looked pretty. Then after they embraced, she served dinner. After they ate, the husband complimented his wife on the meal and thanked her for it. When the two fellows were alone, the friend asked, why do you treat your wife so well? Wow, he said, because she deserves it. She's the mother of our kids, and it makes our marriage happier, replied the host. Speechless, the friend decided to adopt the idea. So he scurried off and arrived home. He kissed and embraced his wife and said, you look amazing. For good measure, he added, sweetheart, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. To his surprise, his wife burst into tears. Bewithered, he quickly asked her, what did I do wrong? She continued to cry and she wept, and finally she pulled herself together and she said, what a day I have had. Little Billy got in a fight at school even the refrigerator broke and spoiled all the groceries. And now I sit here in this house, sheltered in. And now you've come home drunk. Can you imagine? <laughs> what a day. What a day. So in light of all of that, as women, you never know from one day to the other when your husband your children come through the door. They do sometimes act like they've been drinking alcohol. Anyway, let's move forward and get to my character. I try to be funny. I try to make people laugh. But you know me. I'm a serious kind of girl. So women, I know that you may be feeling a bit stretched and closed in. You may even be sensing a bit of hopelessness and an overwhelming sense of boredom sitting there in your homes. Some could be fighting internal wars of depression or even worthlessness. Many of you are feeling unattractive and mentally, emotionally numb. You even haven't even changed clothes. You're not getting pretty, you're not throwing your makeup on, wearing the same old stuff day in and day out. Some like me may be struggling with internal rage of the feelings of it's summer, it's time for vacation. I know we're going on a cruise. Where's the ice cream? Where's the backyard barbecue? Lots of you miss the hustle and the bustle of being busy, clearing up things to go off to work again. Women, 
Some of us simply are tired, drained, spending hours wondering, Lord, have mercy. When will this thing end? When are we going to get out of this house? And you've been doing an amazing job. I've seen you. I've heard. I've seen you comment on the Facebook Lives and the Zooms how God is in your midst. But you know you want to get out of that house. But in due time, you will. But no matter where we are and what we're doing, we can rest assured God is with us. God is with you. Eleanor Roosevelt once said, a woman is like a tea bag. You can't tell how strong she is until you put her in hot water. That's exactly the way it is. I have heard that you are doing supernatural things. This shelter in is not getting the best of you. It's bringing out the best in you. The word of God declares in Philippians 4.13 that no matter where we are, that we can do all things through Christ who has strengthened us. He has clothed us with every good thing, no matter what season we're facing. The greater one inside of us, he has made us fit for the task at hand. And I came today just to say loudly to you, like me, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Remember, all of us who exist on this green planet, guess what? Our vehicle was a woman. You ought to just give us some thumbs up Give us some claps and some shout outs because all of us arrived on the scene because of a woman. Wow, that's a statement in itself. And as I say that, I pause and I acknowledge my own mother. I stand on her shoulders. I stand in her strength. Come on, you too, like you, your mother. Who would you be without your mother? I stand on this high platform for the wonderful investment of great women. Some has gone before me, some are still planting seeds into my life. Pastor Ruth Monroe, Pastor Janice Strong, and hundreds upon hundreds of you, my friends, my co-laborers, other pastor's wife, that labor in this call to stand before women as an example because of the light that's in us. We all shine. We all can illuminate. We all can encourage. And I'm asking you, in these dark days that are seemingly upon us,
let your light shine that others will see this great light and they will glorify our King of Kings. Hallelujah. So, even though we're in, guess what? You're coming out. But the real question is, how have you made up your mind to come out? I remember in Genesis 1, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw the light, and it was good. And he separated the light from the darkness. Everything concerning God is about light. And everything in you, because you came out of him, is the reason you shine. The kingdom's main duty and responsibility is to remove and dispel darkness. Light is the word. The word is light. If you want to live in this world, you need light. We need light to grow plants, vegetables. You need light for healing. You need light if you're feeling a little depressed. I encourage you, go outside of the house. Sit on the front porch. Go to the backyard. And somehow, miraculously, those gloomy feelings, that feeling of weighing, being weighted down, is something about the sun as a reflection of the God we serve. And all of those doom and gloom just seems to just rush away. I thank God for his light. So I want you to just see law for a moment in his presence. Just think back that every season you've been in is an indication another one is to come. I just want to encourage you because I needed encouragement myself. This is for men, women, boys, and girls. This, too, is going to end because God's light is shining. And I don't think we knew how bright we were until we went back in a place that didn't look like the sanctuary. I've realized more in these last two months that truly my life is a light. So I want to share just a few scriptures where God has ordained us to shine. I think about diamonds and rubies and all of these things, but none of these things can glisten and shine like God's people. Women, you can be the light someone else 
is looking for. You have underestimated yourself. God is in you, the hope of glory. And as you see people walking around with their mask, maybe even with gloves and things, they, they're walking in fear, they're walking in disbelief, they're just in a place where they don't even understand. But you are the light that will shine brighter than what they see. So, what does the Bible, what does the Word of God have to say about shine? In 2 Peter 1 and 3, this is what it says. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertains to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. Whatever you're facing, wherever we are, the good news is this. God did not wake up two months ago and say, whoop, we're going to be in this place with COVID-19. I love the Lord like you love the Lord. And he has given you. He, God to me is like a woman's purse. It's amazing to me sometimes. You can go to a good mother, no matter what age she is half of the time, whatever you need. Seems like she can go in her pocketbook, and there it is. I need a Band-Aid. There it is. I need a rubber band. There it is. I need a piece of gum. Here it is. God has given you. Listen to me. Write this in the, in the, in the comments. God has given you everything you need to face the day you're in. That's good news right there. Somebody ought to give me some thumbs up on that. Everything you need. God has given you. It's already in your purse. You just need to open your bag, baby. Look inside. If you need a little joy, I guarantee you it's in there. If you need a little bit of healing, it's in there. If you need to know, you don't even have to get a test because he said, you are well able to go through it. God has prepared us. Hey, how about uh, Isaiah 60, 1 through 2? You know this one. Arise, mean get up this morning. Get in front of whatever, iPad, your phone, television, YouTube, wherever you're watching this morning. It says, arise and shine, for the light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness to people. And it can seem like that right now. But the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen. Where? On you. You're the only light right now your uncle might see. Glory to God. We've got to pull ourselves together, women. You know what I'm saying? I already told you you're like a tea bag. This pressure, this thing that we're seeing, no matter how hot it gets, we can be the light for somebody else. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Go through that house. Tell everybody to get up. Put some clothes on. Wash your face. Brush your teeth. This is the Lord's day. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's read Matthew 5 and 6. 
It says, in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Hallelujah. You may not be going to the corporate place, but you're still on duty. You haven't been furloughed from the Lord. You haven't been laid off. You don't need to draw unemployment. God says that you are still his chosen. You are the light of the world. Glory to God. So don't you be, uh, you know, vacillating back and forth. Arise and stay up. Hey, hey, Daniel 12 and 3 says, those who are wise will shine like brightness in the heavens. That sounds like, the, to me, women, uh, the wise. You know where I'm going, right? Five of y'all were foolish. And then five people like me, we were wise. Praise God. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. But uh, wise people shine for God. They never take a day off. And I'm not talking about fake it. You know, because some shines, let me just get back to this. There are some things that you can buy that are costume jewelry. There are diamonds, there are CZs and all of this stuff. And, and, but you know what? There's a difference really between the fake and the real. Now, if you're going to be shining in this dark time, you need to be the real deal. Type that in. I need to be the real deal. And you know, I, I'll just see lie on that, Pastor Martin. I think that's what this shelter in is really doing. It's really separating the light from the darkness. I wondered many times what this thing would, how this thing would really shake out. You can't come to the church. You can't sit in the purple chairs. You can't walk around here greeting and grinning and all this stuff. But really, I believe this is our opportunity where God has brought us back in order to bring us out. But in bringing us out, he doesn't want you to come out the way you went in. So we've got to be authentic. Somebody write that down. It is time for the church to be authentic. Not fake, not counterfeit, not compromising. Ah, Mother's Day, Linnell, calm down. You know what? You know, they didn't get to wear their big hats and their pretty floppy dresses today, so you ought to be nice. It's time over for being nice. It's time to be real. Man, I heard all of y'all. I see hundreds of you standing up in this building. You're tired of what was. I don't know if it's going to be a new norm or it should be the first norm. I believe it needs to be the original. God called his church to shine. Praise God. Let's get on down the road and read a few more of God's word. Because that's where you're going to find your shine. In Philippians 2.15 it says, So that you may become blameless children of God without fault in a warped and a crooked generation. This word is so on it. I mean, this word just hits the nail on the head. Now, you know this scripture wasn't written two months ago. It says, in a warped and crooked generation, then you will shine among them like stars in the sky. If you want to know what kind of believer you are, what kind of kingdom citizen you are, just look around you when you slip into the grocery store. People won't even look at you. They're covered up. They're afraid. How do you breathe all masked up? It's not easy. I don't like it. But I'm complying, and you need to comply. But I understand 
it's against the nature of God because he's called me to shine. And one of the biggest shines to mankind is that beautiful smile that you wear. Hallelujah. A smile of kindness, a smile of encouragement in a crooked generation. I love the word of God. Do you love the word of God? And then Numbers 6.25 is very familiar to you. It says, the, the Lord makes his face shine on you and be gracious to you. He's a king. This is king, king's language. Not no, hi, how you doing? Hello. Uh, uh, make it do what it do, all that kind of foolishness. No, there's protocol and order inside the kingdom and the Lord has just granted you his favor. He has extended his grace unto you. He said, the Lord makes his face shine on you and be gracious to you. That sounds like a good deal to me. That means he's happy with you. He's pleased with you. Glory to God. Job 22:28. What you decide on will be done, and light will shine on your way. Now, I don't think none of us are anywhere near where Job was. You've, were, you've read and you've heard the preacher preach about Job, lost all of his friends, lost his wife, his children, lost everything. I would have been gone when I lost my family. But Job endured. And Job is saying, what you decide on will be done. He's talking about God. And the light will shine on your way because God, I told you earlier, God is with you. Not only is he with you, he's in you. He's the hope against hopelessness. And Job was a man that suffered great loss. But yet, through all of it, he came out shining. Praise God. Praise God. Then Matthew 13, 43. I know it's a lot of scripture, but what else have you been doing? I pray you have not been watching that crazy television all of these hours that you're sheltered in. You haven't been doing that, have you? Good. Matthew 13, 43 says, Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Whoever has ears, you better hear me this morning. Come here. Let me say this to you. I don't know, but things the way you used to re remember them may never return. So get a hold of yourselves. Women, get a new dress. Do things differently than when you used to do things. You're not in charge, God is. And I'm telling you this morning, God has got us to a place where we ought to listen. You need to be quiet. You need to sit quietly. And you need to you know, press into him. You two men, heads of households, I would refuse, like my, my, my husband, he's refusing to let us remain the same. I'm like, hey, can't we just have a little bit of 
free time? Listen, we didn't go in that house to be foolish. We went in that house to bring everybody to the table and have a moment to evaluate who are we and whose are we. It's really down to us really making a decision to come out of the house a whole different way than you went in the house. God is counting on us, guys. I don't know if it's ever going to get brighter out there, but in us, this light of glory in us will cause people out there to come closer to our lights. The Bible says we are like a city that sits on a hill. And whenever our uh, government officials, our city officials lift this thing, we've got to determine just how bright our lights will shine. So be ready. Be ready. Get ready. And stay ready. Psalms 18:28. You, Lord, keep my lamp burning. My God turns my darkness into light. That's good news. The lamp, you're a light. Turn the switch on. Leave it on. And let others see the light of God. We're coming to a close here. Uh, those are some of the things I really wanted to share with you. Uh, I, I hear William McDowell, I think it is. I'm not going to sing, but just in my ears. People of God, the song says something like, I don't mind waiting. Don't sit in this house for another month complaining, grumbling, and doing silly stuff. Pause and take a moment and let God be God and let him talk to you. Let him say what he needs to say without you over-talking him. And don't belittle anything that he says right now. I believe he's speaking. I believe that he speaks very clearly. So I want you to listen to him. So, Pastor, in this dark, crazy world, what does it take? What is required to shine, to get my shine back? I got my life back. I'm taking it back, we sing. I take it back. Well, even costume jewelry, that fake stuff, loses its sheen, its luster, its radiance. And women, as beautiful as we are, sometimes we can lose our shine. But today, I want to share with you just a few little nuggets that you can get your shine back. You can shine bright, brighter than a diamond. The first place to start is the Word of God, the Word. It's the ultimate difference maker in the life of a kingdom citizen. Don't you tell me you're a woman of God and your fingerprints can't be found on the pages of your personal Bible. Number two, all April we talked about the other W word, 
And Josh really laid it down. And that word is worship. If you're in the word, you automatically want to worship. What is worship? It's the stabilizer and the spiritual thermometer of your connection with the king. How do you come before him? Do you bow before him? Do you lift your hands before him? Do you tell him thank you for all that he's done for you? The third thing is, show me a kingdom citizen that loves God. I'll ask them to show me their needs. You must be an intercessor. You must have a regiment of prayer, which is the foundation of hearing and obeying his will for your life and your assignment. Then you need a confession of your faith. It keeps you walking the right path throughout your life. So when things like COVID-19 come upon the earth, you just stay your course. You don't look to the right nor to the left because you begin to quote the word of God. If God be for me, who, what, this, no, no. For the Lord has built a hedge of protection around me. I've taken the blood and I've placed it over the doorpost. That's your confession of faith. We are moved by faith, not by fear. You walk by faith, not by what you hear, not by what you see, by faith. Where do you get that? In the word of God. And then, if God didn't give us everything we needed, then he put the sauce on it. He gave us the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, being filled with the supernatural. It's the secret oil that keeps us supplied to go through whatever we see, whatever we're in. The Holy Ghost is inside of you. And then the last one, I just want to encourage you women, is self-care. Take care of you. Be good to you. Do the necessary things. We're holy women. Don't, don't tune me out now. I'm not going to go down that road of your grandma's church and all of that. But y'all, there should be a difference between the light in us and the darkness in her. How is she going to come out if she can't see the light in me, the light in you? It's a character-proofing type of light. It keeps us with our hands clean, our hearts clean, our lives clean, that we can be a testimony for others, that we can say, look at me. I didn't always shine. I didn't always shine. I didn't always shine. But the glory of God came upon me one day. I found myself, no matter where you were, you may have been at work, you may have been in choir rehearsal, but I was in the sanctuary and the Spirit of the Lord came upon me and began to move me. And from that day, 50 plus years ago, the shine invaded my life. 
and this little light, I'm going to let it shine. What about you?